Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-hosts here today, Devin. And today, we are going to be giving you our insights into the latest HBO Max original movie that is titled The Fallouts. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Show us some love and leave us a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any of your movie-related questions Devin, how you been man happy uh happy saturday it is a saturday i can't believe they're recording on a saturday it's been so long it 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 does feel like forever you know it's the beginning of the year and you know it slower releases for sure but there's there's not enough to watch in the theater but there's plenty to watch at home right now so it's it's crazy crazy stuff i mean we have you know peacemaker euphoria um my gosh there's a new show or season two of raised by wolves starts um next week um so you know it's 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 been a lot of back and forth you know we had scream come out you know we've been uh doing the hunger games uh franchise revisited which you can actually find our first episode up on the podcast as of right now and then you know once february hits we'll be doing that next installment but yeah it's it's been pretty uh it's been pretty slow I watched uh, I watched the first three episodes of After Party last night. Did you? Okay, see, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Okay, so I am. It's, I mean, it's Lord and Miller, so right. It so it has to be good. I am planning on watching it today because I was I was thinking about signing up for Apple TV Plus again, and then I I turned on my my LG smart TV, whatever you want to call it, and a little uh, notification popped up. It's like, oh, here's three months of there Apple TV Plus. Uh, free on us like it's it's a coupon so it's not like one of those oh if you're new it's only applies to like new you know sign up as in you know so it's it's really nice so yeah i got another three months i'm like cool i gotta i gotta catch up on dickinson season three anyway and i gotta check out the after party so you know if it, it, it that could definitely turn into something for sure i've you know been hearing some really good things about the after party um on apple tv plus i think four episodes are out right now Think it's only three. Okay, I'm not entirely. I thought it's all I watch. Okay, I thought I saw four. Double check and make sure. But um, actually, how are you watching Apple TV Plus on your Fire Stick? I just on my TV. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you have the app on your TV too. Okay, sweet, nice, nice. So as I mentioned before, today we're going to be covering the latest HBO Max film titled The Fallout. So we're going to get right into the action for you guys. We're going to be doing a non-spoiler section, and of course, a spoiler section down the line once you hear that little bad boy. But we'll be right back with our coverage of The Fallout right after this short break. Tell me about your brother. He was uh, always making me laugh. What are you feeling right now? I feel mad. You went through something no one should ever have to go through. Can you stay just till I fall asleep? Life's hard. You're right. Life's confusing! 
All right, and we are back. That was a small little snippet of the trailer of the Fallout. Again, this is now streaming on HBO Max, so you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home to watch this very powerful, powerful story. Uh, this is directed and written by Megan Park. I believe this is her directorial debut and stars Jenna Ortega, which also, she also starred in the latest screen movie, which is now, um, as of this recording, playing in theaters and also stars Maddie uh, Ziegler and Niles Fitch. And the story is as follows. High schooler Vada navigates the emotional fallout she experiences in the wake of a school tragedy. Relationships with her family, friends, and view of the world are forever altered, which is honestly, I cannot put it in a better sense. Um, before we begin the actual you know coverage of this, just want to let you guys know, even for the non-spoiler section, um, this this. This story, this movie does cover a lot of sensitive information, uh, mainly dealing with school shootings. So we kind of wanted to let you guys know that on the front end. So there are no surprises um, as you are listening to this um, this episode today. So just want to let you guys know, you know, if it's something that it we're, we're going to be talking about a few triggering things. Um, so if if you do not feel comfortable with that, um, you know, it's it. I think probably be best to kind of bow out now, but just want to let you guys know, um, you know, just up on the front end so that we can kind of get into our uh, coverage here. And uh, I guess I'll pass it over to Devin here so we can give his initial reactions of the movie, the fallout. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely heavy stuff here. Um, the material itself and the subject matter, I would definitely recommend a box of tissues next to you. If you're planning on watching, Cause it, it is, it's a lot. And I don't know if I've ever cried that much. Maybe, maybe Coco, Coco might be close, but this was just, it's just such a frustrating topic because it just keeps happening, especially in our country. And it doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. And that's what is so frustrating about it. And that's why the ending hits, hits so hard as well. Cause it, it's just so true. It's like the ending is so accurate as to what, what it feels like in real life, which is just so unfortunate. But yeah, I think Jenna Ortega is like, is definitely a star in the making. She's been in a few things. It feels like once they have their breakout role, it kind of just like continues the momentum and they just kind of keep going. And this is just another good role for her. Maddie Ziegler was a surprise. She's like, I think she was in the, uh, the dance moms TV show. Yeah. She looked kind of familiar. Um, it's, it's definitely weird uh, for, especially for Jenna Ortega, you know, her coming from a Disney channel star and, you know, kind of now getting into those, um, those, those more serious roles. Um, definitely. I think scream would probably be her breakout role. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, when she was filming for scream and for the follow-up back to back, because they kind of hit like one, two type situation. Cause since they pretty much came out in the same month, um, of this year of January in 2022. So to kind of start the year off fresh with, uh, Jenna Ortega is, um, it's, it's pretty interesting, but I do apologize. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add? And I also thought the younger sister did a really good job. She looked really familiar. I was trying to figure out what else she was in. I, I thought she was, uh, Julia Butters from once upon a time in Hollywood for a second, but they are not the same. 
No, no, not at all. But yeah, I do agree. The uh, the younger sister, she she did a great job. Honestly, the entire cast did. And you know, there are some characters um within this story that you know it dives a little bit deeper than than others. But um, I guess I'll I'll get my initial reactions now. Um, mine kind of echoes Devin in a way. Um, I thought this film was very important for people to watch. Just because um, I watched the the film Mass that uh, came out uh, last year, well, it's kind of sort of an awards talk, not getting getting as much love as I thought it would. But Mass is also dealing with school shootings, um, directed by uh, Fran uh, Fran uh, Kranz, um, and I believe Jason Isaacs and Dowd is a uh, is a part of the cast as well. And um, Mass uh, deals with the it, it deals with the, you know, mass school shootings, but from the parents side between the, you know, a, a, pro, um, a pair of parents of the shooters and, and the victim themselves. And this movie, the fallout really shows the other side of, you know, what it's like for students in that situation. I thought mass was a film that really tackled a lot of, um, you know, pressing issues and it gave you a very interesting insight because the entire movie is literally just, you know, the, these parents sitting, sitting in the church and talking about what happened and, you know, from their experience, their, their side of it and, you know, what it, what it was like for them during, uh, during a mass uh, school shooting. But of course, with the fallout, um, as we're talking about here on today's show, it's very, um, you know, it focuses more on the, the inner psyche of, you know, the kids that have, you know, been, been through this and how it can happen in a moment's notice. And I think Jenna Ortega and the rest of, of the uh, the cast and crew, um, especially uh, Maddie uh, uh, Ziegler, uh, did a fantastic job uh, with it's it really shows the the importance of not not just, you know, how sh- short life is, but how a traumatic events like this can really bond people together who otherwise probably would never have spoken to each other. Um, Because as we see, you know, without giving too much away, you know, Jenna and uh, Vada, I should say, and Mia uh, played by Jenna and Maddie, respectively. Uh, Vada and Jenna live like totally, totally different lives. And you kind of see Vada and her best friend, Nick, played by Real Rope. Um, you kind of see their day to day, you know, there's, they definitely have some depth and friendship that the, the film definitely tackles, but you know, the, the whole, um, in this is part of the trailer. So I'd really not consider this part of the spoiler. So if you haven't seen the trailer, but, um, you know, the, the whole bathroom scene that like the trailer kind of kicks off with, you know, Vada is complimenting me as saying, Oh, you know, you don't even need to wear makeup. And then it kind of just happens all together. And then you really see, how this story, you know, it affects all these kids, you know, Quentin, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit with Nick and then Mia and then especially Vada and even, you know, extending to Vada's family. And again, by the way, um, <laughs> when we were talking about Scream, about, you know, all all these like more of a lighter subject really quick side note. When, when you had mentioned that, like all of these like white actors are producing these very like. <laughs> Hispanic or just like very brown children. I feel like that's kind of the same way here 
a little bit, especially with Vada's family. It's a, the father, it's a modern, a modern family. Yeah. Oh, definitely. One hundred percent. But I'm. But I'm <laughs> but it, it was just just a little. I was like, okay. Like I think Vada's mom, uh, Patricia, you know, played by Julie Bowen, was really great. But yeah, it was just more of a hmm. This. I don't know. I don't know what their situation is, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing to bring up. A little bit of more of a lighter mood, but yeah, the the um back to my original point of my reaction, you know, just just the um the psyche of you know how this not only affects Vada, like it really affects Vada, and of course, and actually extends out to her little sister, and then Mia, and then you know, it kind of I like how I like how it portrays it. It affects everybody differently too, because yeah. everybody copes with it and everybody has their own ways of dealing with it right yeah and that's what i really like about it is that you know you had you had nick who you know decided to kind of you know say no more when it comes to this type of situation of course it's you know i'm trying to talk about spoilers without getting into spoilers but (laughs) but yeah i i think it was it's a very uh, powerful film i think people should watch it it's only around uh an hour and 38 minutes um excuse me hour and 32 minutes so it's it's not a super long movie and it's very it's it's just very eye-opening and it's also a very big like gen z movie because in the the way that the the high schoolers talk isn't necessarily the way that we talk when we were in high school but we can kind of pick up like we we know what they're saying because we're still young enough to i guess you know you know know what's what but, you know, when it comes to how, especially with, with Gen Z, um, with, with Generation Z and how they are focusing on these kind of subjects with them, because it's, I mean, we, we never really, I'm not saying that we didn't have school shootings growing up, but they were not as common as they are now. And it seems that they are happening more and more throughout, um, th- throughout the United States uh, more than ever, which is very unfortunate. And I think the ending of the film really it's it's not a happy ending, but it's it's a realistic ending for sure. But did you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get into spoilers? Because I feel like we're going that way, but <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, we're going that way. <laughs> we're going that way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for the movie The Fallout again. That is your second spoiler warning for the movie The Fallout. So if you haven't seen it, you know, just just pop pop on your on your couch, watch it on HBO Max. You're all good to go. You know, you you can watch it in an hour and 30 minutes and then hop back onto the podcast and listen to the rest of it and be like, wow, those guys are making some pretty good points there. Absolutely. But um whew, I don't I don't even know where to begin, to be honest, because it's such a um so much stuff happens, but I guess we could just start from the beginning. Um, you know, when Jenna is in the bathroom with Mia or, or Vada, I'm sorry, I'm like <laughs> interchanging their character and real life names, but what, uh, Vada, I'll just say Vada and Mia just to make it easier. So when Vada's, you know, in, in the bathroom and, you know, you just start like it, it I, the first thing actually I want to touch on is that I like how they were able to tackle the subject of school shooting without having to show the violence, um, especially in this situation. I know there's a lot of, you know, when we watch Scream, obviously, that that's something we expect to see, you know, like the bloodthirsty kills and whatnot. But for a sensitive topic like this, 
I really appreciate how they were able to portray what was going on just through the audio by, by the sound, by the noise of, and, and I feel like the, the note, the audio or the, the sound was enough to invoke like this type of fear and horror into, you know, Vada and Mia. And then later on when Quentin comes into the bathroom and he's mourning over his brother and it just really brings those three characters together in a way, but it's kind of more so Vada has created two separate relationships instead of it being Quentin, Mia and Vada together. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And also it kind of affects Vada's relationship with Nick in the end because they just kind of drift apart after this because they kind of go their different directions in their, in their grieving process because Nick becomes more of an activist. He, he goes on TV and he becomes this strong advocate for ending these type of things. And that's what he's really focused on. And he's very, very um, into that. He's very dedicated to it. But Jenna, I mean, I did, I did it too. Vada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vada just kind of doesn't know how to how to handle this. She doesn't know how to cope with this. So she just kind of tries to find somebody that that she can connect with with Mia and they become really close friends and she just kind of drifts away from other people including her family too in some ways because I, she she knows that they that she has a good family. She has good parents. They care about her and she know, she recognizes that. But at the same time, she just feels like at this moment in her life she can't connect with them especially after such a tragedy that she's going through because she doesn't know how to cope with it. And she doesn't think that they can help with that either. And that kind of comes through in this movie. And I like that as well. Yeah. It, it, it is a very, uh, it's, it's interesting to see how many relationships are ruined for something that, you know, Vada wasn't necessarily even responsible for because she herself is a victim. And like you said, you know, her, um, you, with, between Vada and Nick, um, their their friendship during the beginning was more close knit, but then you know you, you see another side where you know um, after the shooting where uh, Mia reaches out to Vada. You know you can you can kind of see how Vada looks up to Mia in a certain way because Mia is a dancer. You know she has a lot of followers on Instagram, things of that nature, and you know things seem to be going well in her life. But then you know after the shooting, um, you know, Mia reaches out to Vada and I, I really like how their, their exchange was, Hey, you know, like I'm here, we're, like, we're not saying much, but you know, I'm here if you need me. And, and especially know. for Mia, because she's completely alone. She doesn't have anybody. Right. Yeah. And we, we do fi find that out in the movie, you know, after Vada, um, eventually, you know, finally meets up with Mia um, after, after the happening and, um, you find out, you know, Mia's, you know, Mia has like on, you know, on the service, like this really great life, you know, she has a super nice house, but you know, her parents are, um, are artists and, you know, they're always, um, abroad in Europe. So it's essentially a high schooler, you know, uh, living, living on their own. And, you know, obviously after the shooting, giving, you know, the students, you know, a few weeks to, uh, cope and kind of, do their own thing. And I really liked um, how uh, Shalene Woodley, uh, people don't know her. Yeah, that was a, that was a pop-up appearance there. Wasn't expecting. I was very surprised. I mean, I, I haven't seen her since like the secret life of the American teenager, to be honest. I think she was in the divergent films. I want to say, or was that? Yeah. 
Or was that Jennifer uh, Lawrence? I, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers' wife. Lawrence <laughs> d- double down on that one. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers' wife for sure. But it was it was nice to see her. You know, uh, her character Anna Anna playing the uh, the therapist. And I, I, you know, for it's it's just been a while since I've seen it. It's like wow, but you know, between you know Vada and every it, obviously it focuses more on Vada, but it does focus on Mia at at times too, and it really just shows like, you know, Vada kind of just has this like carefree attitude for a while where it's like, it's, you know, like you said, everyone's coping on their own way. And it's quote, like it may seem unhealthy because, you know, she starts drinking, dabbling in drugs a little bit, you know, <laughs> getting high on the, uh, the E, um, but they, for, in, in class, <laughs> in class. Yeah. For it being a very, sensitive topic i i really appreciate and enjoy how megan parks was able to bring some lightheartedness to it especially she was feeling vada was feeling herself in class just like right after and that music started playing i'm like i feel like i'm watching an episode of euphoria right now <laughs> yeah it easily could have been a euphoria transition yeah for sure <laughs> i i can honestly i can hear real talking about you know oh vada wasn't always you know like this and whatever you know her nice little intros i'm like oh give it to me yes yes but yeah very euphoria-esque um <laughs> but at the same time it is it is his own story obviously and, and it tackles a different um a different topic that i don't think a lot of people are ready to necessarily talk about when it comes to film i think it was very important that this was made because it, it it's it's just it's insane you know they, they kind of touch on the topic what you know with nick leading the um you know i guess the uh not the fundraiser but the the movement at his school and saying, you know, like, I feel like, you know, I need to do my part and just make sure this never happens again. But we soon find out, you know, towards the end of the movie that it, it just, you know, no, no matter what you do, it, it doesn't, it, it just keeps happening over and over. And you see Vada and, talking. And that's, that's the part that's so realistic because that's exactly how it goes. Like, You'll see in the new, you'll get desensitized because you see it in the news so often that there's just, there's just this awful event, ads are awful event, and then it'll happen one night, and then you wake up the next morning, and you get you get another notification. It's just, it's just too much, and she just, she, you can tell she's just kind of breaking down at that point because it's overwhelming. Yeah, because Vada was finally well, speaking about the ending, of course, and I want to touch on Quentin as well, but. um Talking about Vada, you know, towards the end of the movie, we do see her. She's finally in a a better place. You know, she does recognize that she has been pushing people away in her life. She has been pushing away, you know, her mother, her father. She's been. Yeah, like how she opens up to her mom and then the nice joke there with the wine. And she's like, now I'm ready. (laughs) Now I'm ready to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Vada making, you know, sexual advances on, you know, the the people that she was that that were you know there when it happened you know between her and Mia and then her realizing that you know her making those advances on Mia was a mistake and she doesn't want to lose a friendship that she has with Mia and then Quentin of course uh the uh um the character who uh, lost his brother in the shooting and I think the um they were able to it wasn't it wasn't just yeah you know, like oh that's Quentin you know like he's he's the you know 
the the one character is the brother who died during the shooting. Like you really, you actually see right after, you know, Vada has this small little like trinket box and she just is piling them up with like, um, with, uh, with memorabilia and, you know, and the, um, I'm blinking the name on the actual, uh, the, the programs that they give out during, during funerals and, you know, cards, uh, remembrance cards and things of that nature. This keeps piling higher and higher and higher. So clearly they, they were able to convey that there were other students instead of, you know, Quentin's brother who was actually killed, but it does focus a little bit more on Quentin's brother. You know, the, the nice uh, car scene that Vada and Quentin have together where, you know, she, yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah. I really, really appreciate it. But I feel I feel like I've been talking here forever. <laughs> Is there anything you wanted to bring up, Devin? I do apologize for for hogging the uh, the airtime. <laughs> yeah, I think the scene that stood out the most for me and the one that definitely hit the hardest and had the most impact was when uh, Vada's sister, Amelia, um, crawls into her bed. She can't sleep, and then they kind of have a conversation, and that conversation just kind of, that one was, that one wrecked me because... She she felt neglected by her sister, and she felt like she was to blame for, for what happened because of the text exchange they had that day. And just just that conversation between sisters is just so... It's just so heartwarming to see in that scene. Yeah. And I just love how, how reassuring Vada is to her that... And then when she mentions that she only sent out one text in that in that stall and it was to her mm. like that that really that really hit hard yeah and it 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 really gave vada a chance to be vulnerable with her sister and you know um amelia feeling you know bad saying hey you know like i'm the reason why you know you you left class that day and it's like well in in a weird strange turn of events it was almost as if like Amelia saved her sister's life because, you know, if it wasn't for that text, she went out of, you know, left, uh, left to like, you know, see what's going on. And then of course, just like out of, you know, chance, she went to like use the bathroom and whatnot. And then that's when everything happened. And, you know, we, we never see who the shooter is. Um, I think they do mention him by name, but I can't remember who, uh, but I really like how, during the um their therapy sessions that Vada has with Anna that you know she's trying to figure out you know it's is there a reason why I'm alive and she comes to realize like there there is no reason it was it's it was purely by chance and you know it it's not anyone you know it's it's not that oh like why did so and so die it was just unfortunately the wrong place at the wrong time type type of situation. And she mentions how she feels a responsibility to, to do something about it, to make something of this event and, and do something with her life in order to just try to make the world better because she, she sees what Nick is doing and she sees the impact he's having and she feels pressure to, to do that herself. It's just a lot of weight on, on someone's shoulders. Yeah, it's it's a very um, you know it, it's it's these these sudden movements, these sudden events that can, you know, it, and you see Vada kind of just, kind of sort of just saying, hey, you know, like I'm not sure if I want to go back to school yet. 
and kind of just putting it off. And, you know, Mia was in a different situation saying that, you know, oh, she can homeschool for the rest of the year. But it's it's kind of like, you know, you 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 have to move on with your life to a certain extent. And, you know, not saying that you have to forget the past, but, you know, I think that goes back to the ending where it's it's almost as if, you know, Vada has like this has manifested this like case of PTSD you know, towards the end where she, she gets a, you know, she's supposed to be meeting up Mia after her dance class, you know, Mia has decided to go back to dance after everything that's happened. And it's, it's kind of like Vada, like redefining herself in a way, you know, she, like I said before, you know, she's in a better uh, place. And then she gets, you know, a news notification that, you know, there was a shooting at a school shooting at Ohio and it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's a message of, you know, this, this keeps happening. Obviously, yes, we need to do something about it. It needs to be addressed. And that unfortunately, like, even though she is some that Vada and the rest of her classmates have somewhat moved on from their own experiences, it is still happening elsewhere. And her being a part of that, situation where it's like hey you know like i was there you know at my school when it happened and just bringing up a lot of anxiety because it's it really the ending is just her in this huge huge panic attack and it kind of the, the movie just just ends so it's very um all right sorry about that ladies and gentlemen uh we had a bit of uh technical difficulties on our side <laughs> um so we're actually just gonna close out here we're gonna give our um initial, our closing thoughts and our ratings and then we're just gonna kind of close out here so devin give us your closing thoughts and your rating and then i'll do the same yeah overall definitely a powerful if not frustrating just because of the topic movie I think the director and writer definitely had a very, very strong debut here, especially a first time directing. There's definitely a few cool shots in here. I guess one issue I had was you can definitely tell that, I mean, that they're obviously selling it as a Gen Z, like generational movie, but you can definitely tell it was written by somebody older because mm-hmm. a lot of the, <laughs> the dialogue is like, they're, they're, they're yellowing a lot. I don't think Gen Z does YOLO. I think that's more of our generation. Yeah, that and responding with LOL like in yeah. person. I I can't speak for Gen Z's out there, but Yeah, we obviously we're not Gen Z, but I feel like and then there's uh, there's like a lot of low key here and there. I think that's pretty common, but the thing that stuck out to me was YOLO. I don't I don't think Gen Z is saying YOLO. No, that's that's definitely a um, a millennial thing. I I personally feel like for sure. And we don't even say that anymore. So it's no. like that's how old that is. <laughs> like if someone says it, it's like in the form of a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is really hilarious. But yeah, and also um, just one the the original score was actually done by uh, Billie Eilish's brother Phineas which is um, very, well, kind of given the um, the song during the trailer, it was a Billie Eilish song as well. But uh, yeah, uh, job well done there, uh, Phineas, really fit the tone of, uh, of the movie overall. But yeah, my closing thoughts, pretty much the same to, uh, to Devin's. Um, I, as much, as much as like, I, I do agree with like the, <laughs> the dialogue, especially from the Gen Zers, it did feel a bit awkward, but it's like, I don't necessarily know if 
like I, I can't confirm this with 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 someone who's a Gen Z. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. weird. But I mean, if, if they are talking that way, more power to them. If not, you know, it is what I mean, it is. Only only time will tell if this does resonate with that generation. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But I mean, a job well done by like everyone. It, it, it's it's such a important story that definitely needs to be told. And if you haven't seen Mass, I believe that is on video on demand on like streaming platforms such as like Vudu, um, iTunes, things of that nature. Um, honestly, I think you can watch these like back to back and get a very uh, full understanding of both sides of the experience of the students and parents of the victims and parents of uh, of the deceased of, of of one of the uh, students as well. So I, you know, the the tones between both are are the same in a way, but um, there is you know, well, mass is more of not for Gen Z type people, but I think everyone should watch both the fallout, which is streaming on HBO max and definitely watch mass, which is on uh, video on demand on specific streaming platforms, as I mentioned before, but yeah, I mean, just, um, I mean, I don't want to like keep repeating myself, but just, just a job well done. You know, the, the, the themes that they were able to tackle without having to show too much blood and gore, uh, was a really, really nice touch. And just the, the overall, like, you know, life, life just goes on. And, you know, even while people are addressing this, it's still happening. So it's not even the, you know, I need to stand up and like, you know, voice my opinion. It, I mean, it's, it starts with, you know, the source, which is, you know, our, our, our law, our laws that we have to follow here in the States, you know, our government, things of that nature, but I don't want to get too much into that, but overall, um, what, what was your score again? I do apologize. I didn't. I, I, didn't, like I didn't give it. I, I'm gonna go okay. with like a like an 86. Okay. Just super strong. A few minor issues here and there. Yeah. For but sure. Definitely a strong debut and a strong voice. Right. Yeah. For me, um, on Letterbox, I gave it a four out of five stars. I think it's a very, very like strong, solid film. Um, I was teetering, giving it a four point five, but I just put in my small little response brb gonna go cry <laughs> type situation so I, I felt like that was i don't brb is not even a gen z thing but i don't know it, it's it's some i think at one point one of the characters said be right b and i was like that's <laughs> that's not a thing i'm sorry listeners today just hasn't been our day we are experiencing so many technical difficulties so i'm gonna close this out here on my own so pretty much that concluded our coverage of the fallout again that is streaming on hbo max so definitely check that out and i wanted to let you guys know exactly what's coming up here on the show so we have our jackass forever review that will be dropping on february 3rd and we also have a bonus episode for you guys this year kind of came out of the blue but i will be joined by my friend dibes over at the suit up geeks podcast as well as two of my friends we're going to be covering uh the witcher season two for you guys and of course we're going to be continuing our franchise revisited series of the hunger games with catching fire that'll be debuting sometime in february but just wanted to let you guys know that but again, I um, wanted to let you guys know, uh, for those who don't know, excuse me, we actually have a Discord, so you can def definitely sign up for Discord in the episode link down below. And make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're listening on those respective 
platforms and always make sure to share this episode with a friend, your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it might be, share them this episode or any of our other episodes. You know, we have a lot of Harry Potter coverage we've done here within this past year, uh, The Matrix. We just have a lot of good content that I think people out there would love to listen to. So, you know, if TVs and movies are more of your thing, definitely share one of our episodes, one of your friends, and, you know, maybe they can become uh, one, a part of our little community. And with all that said, I'm going to close this out here for today. So that is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one.